How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Hour number two of KMOX is at your service tonight here on a Thursday night. Greg Damon sitting in the big chair here in the heart of Mid-America. 9.06 is your time. And uh, I'll tell you what, folks, it's always such a great time to be here on uh, KMOX for at your service and a lot of great guests and all this stuff uh, that I'm able to do. It's just uh, it's just so much fun, and I still enjoy it after uh after 22 years, it's still uh, still a lot of fun. So I hope you enjoy it just as much as I do. So let's just jump right back into it, and let's bring in our next guest. His name is Jonathan Ogle. He's a marketing expert at the. Uh, he's also the co-owner of the uh, Infinite Agency, and he's been kind enough to hang out with us here on KMOX is at your service. Jonathan, thanks for uh, coming on the program. Greg, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here to talk Super Bowl. Yes, absolutely. And more Super Bowl talk that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about something that everybody, I don't care if you're a fan, if you're not a fan, but when that Super Bowl play goes off and it goes commercial, everybody's glued to the TV. And Jonathan's been uh, kind enough to hang out with us and talk a little Super Bowl commercials. Absolutely. Now, it seems like, uh, you know, it... The last couple of years, it seems like companies are kind of giving us a little uh, a little teaser of their uh, of their Super Bowl commercials, and uh, they're always all known for their their uh, uh, most of them pretty funny or their great information they have or or some kind of story to almost every one of the commercials. Man, that's right. What you've seen is a trend for a lot of these brands to pick up a little bit of extra earned media. Uh, for people like you and me talking about it on the radio, talking about their ads. So they started to release either teasers, little six-second spots, or releasing press releases about their ads. Some of them even just going ahead and starting to air the ads prior to get some extra eyeballs on them. Uh, so that's an interesting trend we're seeing these days. No, I, I, I agree more. I, I kind of liked them when they, when they kept them to the vest, and they kept them, uh, you know, you wouldn't see them until the Super Bowl. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when I was a kid and MTV was around, you had to wait for that video, next video to come up. I mean, I kind of agree with you, too. I feel like it's a sad thing that we're watching everybody, uh, you know, see this. The, uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't make me any sadder to, like, watch the Super Bowl and see an ad that I've already seen, right? Right. Uh, that's, when you, that's when you go get the popcorn, I guess. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And we're also seeing uh, more and more stars involved. Uh, in in some of these commercials are, 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 I should say, plays on other TV shows, things like that. Oh, man, absolutely. One of the things that's been crazy this year is the amount of stars that are just in almost every brand spot from Serena Williams, Tony Romo, Jimmy Butler, a lot of those in the Anheuser-Busch and Michelob Ultra spots. But you've got 
uh, stars across the board. We're seeing a lot of nostalgia come back this year uh, that you're going to see in some of these Super Bowl ads. Like, you know, people speaking back towards like Breaking Bad, um, Clueless, uh, Alicia Silverstone is going to be starring in a spot. Um, you know, Will Ferrell, John Hamm. I mean, you, you just name them. A, a lot of the stars are capturing the attention of the audiences for these brands, which is probably a smart move on their part uh, to kind of gain that emotional connection that people have with, uh, with uh, stars. But I, I oftentimes think that, like, you can't, you can't crutch. You know, a great Super Bowl ad doesn't just have stars in it. It's got to have a funny content or it's got to have something, a twist or a plot twist in it. Uh, to make the ad great, in my opinion. But what do you, what do you think? What are, what are some of your favorites that you've seen uh, coming up? Well, obviously, uh, you know, Budweiser, uh, a lot of the Budweiser stuff seems like to me, I'm always looking for the Budweiser ads. They they either have a really great message to them or, you know, they're uh, they're funny, like the what's up kind of thing. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, what's interesting with uh, Anheuser-Busch this past year, this was the first year that they actually let go of their exclusive beer alcohol ad rights. And so they've actually are allowing other beers to kind of play into the Super Bowl space. And they've had this locked down for years. And so this is going to be a, an interesting change, I think, for that brand. But, you know, some of the greatest Super Bowl ads of all time uh, come from Anheuser-Busch, right? You've got, as you mentioned, the What's Up uh, campaigns. You know, one of my favorite ads of all time, I don't even know if this is a Super Bowl ad, but one of my favorite campaigns uh, has, has to be Real Men of Genius, right? Oh, my I mean, gosh, has, yes. Like, it, it, what's funny is you can almost go on to, you know, any uh, Facebook or TikTok <laughs> site or whatever, and, pe- and people can just play that music in the background over stupid stuff that they do, and it, and it still rings true today. That was a great campaign. Yeah. How, how sad is this, Jonathan? This is how much of a dork that I am. I actually own the CD I bought from the Budweiser store, The Real Men of Genius. Oh my gosh, that would be that's pretty epic actually. That's probably a pretty good listen to give you a, a chuckle every now and then. Right. Uh, my favorite is the one where they talk about uh uh ten thousand calorie uh taco salad and the guy says it then he goes, Is it healthy? And he goes, It's a salad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, th- you know, those guys they what they know is like the real insights that just speak to the everyday man. I, and I love that about that brand. Uh, you know, we're going to see a little bit of that this year. You know, what's interesting is that, you know, over uh, the, like, it, it, you, you just pick out one really funny insight is that, uh, that over the years, the consumer has been more health conscious, just, just boldly. And so what you're seeing is Michelob Ultra is going to be the largest beer in the world, uh, or at least in, in the nation, uh, because it's growing at, at higher clips than any other brand. And so they're putting more money. You're seeing Anheuser-Busch put more money behind Michelob Ultra than Budweiser or Bud Light or some of those staples that, that, you know, guys our age grew up with. And a lot of that has to do with how they positioned the brand to being lower calorie, that, that uh, you know, low calorie, low carb effect. And so we'll see some ads coming up uh, this year. And they're playing into that, as I said earlier, that nostalgia effect. They're going to do a remake of the Caddyshack. They're bringing back Bushwood Country Club. You're going to see major stars in this ad. Uh, they're also doing a uh, interesting a partnership with Netflix this year so that they're putting QR codes out on their on their cans and you'll be able to get sneak peeks, uh, sneak peeks of some upcoming Netflix shows, uh, which I think is a really interesting kind of marketing stunt by putting two brands together and advertising uh, together on one big stage. Well, I want to I want to talk about uh, probably the guy who has the best PR people in the world, Rob Gronkowski, because he's on everything anymore. Uh, you know they've been uh, they've been kind of teasing him making this uh, field goal, 
and you have to watch the uh, Super Bowl commercials to see if he's going to make this this uh, field goal. I am so I, I I think this was one of the best stunts of the year. This this could be the winner of the Super Bowl ads, in my opinion, because as you mentioned, everybody loves Gronk. I think the teaser to the campaign that they've been playing over the last weeks, where he you know he he doesn't know what's going on. He walks outside and sees the big billboard of himself. Uh, you know, to to win, to win people money if he makes it or not. Great campaign. Uh, it's they're making it easy. You know, you know, FanDuel. We worked on the, uh, the FanDuel account over the years, and and their kind of position is like we want to make it easy for people to win. Uh, and so they they've invented because uh, they know that you know the daily fantasy sports is a game that takes a little bit of learning. It takes a little bit of confidence to get into. And so what's funny is is they just started making free games, right? They started giving away the ability to play for free to get people to understand the platform and download the app. And I think this stunt with Rob Gronkowski, where you can just place a bet on if he's going to make a field goal or not, is a genius marketing play. Uh, and everybody loves Gronk, so I, I can't wait to see what he what he pulls off here. Yeah, one of the biggest uh, Super Bowl prop bets ever. Whether he's going to make yeah, this, exactly. whether he's going to make this uh, make this uh, make this field goal or not. Well, uh, what would you put? What would you, what would you put your bet money on? Is he going to make it? Oh, of course he's going to make it. He's Gronk. <laughs> you know, all right, all I think, right. I, like I think it. it's I, it's a given. So, hey, uh, Jonathan, I do a little business. Can you hang with me a few more minutes? Absolutely. All right, fantastic, folks. On the phone with us, where you are visiting with marketing expert Jonathan Ogle. He is the uh, co-founder of the Infinite Agency as well, and talking a little Super Bowl ads. We're going to take a little quick break. Come back. Stick around. More uh, about your service to come on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. 918, your time. DJ Matt Pajeski, our producer tonight, kicking out the jams. Greg Damon sitting in the chair here on KMOX is at your service tonight. And we are talking a little uh, Super Bowl advertisements, Super Bowl commercials. Uh, Jonathan Ogle, he's a marketing expert and co-founder of the Infinite Agency, has been kind enough to spend some of his Thursday night with us. And again, Jonathan, thanks so much for uh, joining us on the program. Hey, so glad to be here. So uh, just so you know, we were uh, my my crack staff that I have here. Uh, they were just googling, and Rob Gronkowski made a field goal in high school. There's a video. Of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's got a he's got some experience in this. That's apparently. right. That's right. So just there, there's a little there's a little back betting story for you there. How about that? Oh, that, hey, that should move that should move the uh, <laughs> the line, I guess. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, coming up after you, we're actually going to talk with uh, with a gentleman who uh, does a podcast on betting. So we're going to talk a little about that. I'm going to interject that into the uh, conversation. So, oh, that's smart. 
So uh, anyway, I want to also talk about uh, one thing that that really kind of upsets me because, uh, you know, I'm a big fat guy. I like my candy. And uh, M&M's now is uh, is, is kind of going away from their uh, talking M&M's, and Maya Rudolph is stepping in as a spokesperson. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's true. I think you can thank your friends probably at Fox, uh, Tucker Carlson, for probably a little bit of that uh, sort of controversy <laughs> there. Um, you know, I, 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 this is a, it's a funny scenario in the sense that we all kind of grew up knowing uh, the, the spoke candies. But, uh, you know, I think every brand has an opportunity to reinvent themselves and either it'll work or it won't. <laughs> sure. Right. That's what advertising does. Exactly. I mean, the fact that more people are talking about M&M's, maybe that'll give you a hankering to get some peanut M&M's every now and again. Right. Well, you know, also I'm a big race fan, and M&M's uh, stopped their sponsorship in uh, NASCAR this year. So, uh, oh, right, right. Yeah, so uh, just kind of just seeing, talking about uh, reinventing themselves, see what they're going to do, what Mars M&M's is going to do uh, as far as rebranding the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and I think it's also interesting that M&M's hasn't really talked, you know, spoken much besides making the announcement they're moving away from the spokes candies after after all the controversy online right. uh, about the green M&M changing their boots. I mean, it's really, it's kind of sad because I, I actually don't think the brand made that uh, heavy of a change, but with all of the uh, attack that it came under online and through, uh, you know, you know, spokespeople like, like Tucker Carlson, I think that they made just kind of a, a PR move. Um, but, you know, they haven't really released what they're going to be, what the ad's going to be. We know Maya Rudolph is going to be featured in it, and that's all we know so far. So hopefully it'll be uh, entertaining. Yeah, supposedly she's going to call them Mayas instead of M&M's. It's going to be Mayas. That's that's uh, that's maybe that's interesting. That's what you know, the, go ahead. <laughs> you, you know, it's also kind of funny is that uh, I was watching for, you know, some of the other campaigns that are going to be out there and. One of them is also the uh, Mr. Peanut, and if you remember a few years ago, they killed off Mr. Peanut, right? Right. And uh, and and this year they're they're he's coming back with the roast of Mr. Peanut, where they've brought in some comedians to kind of roast down Mr. Peanut, and <laughs> at the end of it, it's pretty funny because he just basically says they maybe should have left me dead or something like that at the end. Uh, but I, you know, when you have a hit, maybe you you got to reprise him every once in a while. No, exactly. Well, he's iconic. I mean, you know, he's got the monocle. So <laughs> exactly. Uh, talking about some other stars that are going to be in some of these commercials, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Sarah, uh, Serena Williams, Dave Grohl's going to do a commercial for uh, Crown Crown Royal Whiskey, I believe. That's right. I think they've teased quite a bit on uh, Crown Royals, but we'll see what they end up coming out with on that one. That one's one to be watching for because they haven't given us too much information about it. Yeah, what about uh, Anna Ferris and her uh, tagline is she's going bare for this commercial? Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, you know, interesting about this one, there's a couple of them that I find interesting because, uh, you know, being from Dallas, I've got some colleagues who actually produce this spot uh, here at Lerma, which is an agency here in Dallas. And they actually produce two spots. You know, the first one you mentioned is, is Anna Ferris uh, with the avocados from Mexico. And they're having a biblical kind of, uh, um, you know, a theme to this ad and how avocados can make everything better. And it kind of says, hey, what if instead of an apple – you know, she chose an avocado. I think that's kind of a theme. But you, you honestly can't go wrong uh, alluding to naked people all over the screen. Usually people's eyes are glued on that just in case the editor had his, uh, too, many, too many to drink the night before, I guess. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, Breaking Bad uh, doing Popcorners, uh, you know, with uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul uh, kind of reprising their roles. 
Yeah, they're going to be – I think that's – they did a pretty good job with that spot, in my opinion. Uh, people love Breaking Bad. And they basically reinvented an iconic scene. Uh, they did it well. Um, so I think that one was a pretty good one to watch. Um, you know, going back real quick, I wanted to touch on that, that other one, uh, you know, from Lerma. Uh, they also have um, the He Gets Us ad that's playing. I think that this uh, – I think they put about uh, – I think the last I heard was maybe 10 or $20 million into two ads. Um, which I, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the campaign he gets us, but it's basically a campaign rebranding Jesus. Right. Yes, um, I, I've seen several commercials on that. Yeah, it, and they're 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 actually well done, uh, thought provoking, um, and I think that they're trying to you know create a uh, you know I don't know if Jesus needs to be rebranded, but I think their point is actually uh, sharp in the sense that they you know they're saying like you know Christians maybe haven't uh, become the best brand for Christianity. So let's put the focus back on Christ. And the way they did it is, uh, you know, just tackling um, uh, kind of controversial topics head on. And so I'm interested to see the reaction of people uh, with that campaign because it, it is that'll be pretty interesting and kind of different for what the Super Bowl would normally allow, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, I, I think that it's a, uh, a a really good campaign that they have uh, going on because it really makes you think uh, about your faith or you know just kind of tweaking in your head like, hey, maybe I ought to check something like that out. You know, I, I mean, I, I, it, it seems to me that a, a, lot, of, a lot of things have, have walked away from faith, a lot of uh, things in life today, certainly a lot different. Uh, people's views are a lot different, and I think this could be pretty thought-provoking. It's, it's absolutely thought-provoking. And, and again, I think it's going to cause reaction, both for the good and for the bad. But what, what even is most interesting on that is that, like, the, the way in which the topics came up, um, I think in some ways, like, um, rebuts what Christianity, you know, in the last five years to six years uh, has become known for, at least in politics and some of the policies that uh, people kind of claim to be on the right or the left. So there's a lot of controversy around this campaign. I'm actually surprised that the NFL committee and the Super Bowl committee allowed uh, uh, the campaign, but, but I'm happy about it. And again, I, you know, those are some of, uh, some of my colleagues and friends here in Dallas, Texas, who got to produce that spot. So shout out to them because um, that's a great campaign. Yes, absolutely. My favorite, uh, I think, well, I shouldn't say my favorite. Hopefully it'll be my favorite is obviously this is Super Bowl 57. And what's that mean? Heinz 57 has got a spot going on. Heinz 57. So you catch me with something that I didn't know. I hadn't, ah. I hadn't seen this one. Yeah. Uh, so, so what is this one about? I, I really don't know. All I have is a little snippet. Just says that Heinz Fifty Seven has uh, got a uh, number on all the pa- or is calling out uh, Super Bowl Fifty Seven uh, for its use over its Roman numerals in Heinz Fifty Seven. So we'll see what happens with that. Well, what a smart idea! I'm, I'm hoping uh, good things happen for them. I mean, they're, they're known as the brand for ketchup. They've had some great campaigns uh, this year where they ask people to say "draw ketchup" and people just drew Heinz bottles. That's an iconic <laughs> brand. Exactly. Hey, uh, Jonathan, we've got a few minutes here left. I want to talk a little about uh, the cost of these. Uh, some of these commercials going for $7 million on a 30-second spot. Um, man, it's just kind of crazy. Do you feel that, uh, that these companies, I mean, obviously they do, they spend the money. Uh, do they get their value out of it? Do they get, you know, enough looks for this? Well, before just answering that right away, like we've we got to put that number in context. In 2010, the average 30-second spot was 2.9 million. It was, it was under three. That's, it, today, it's seven. So you're seeing an almost 
double the price in a little over 10 years. It's unreal how much uh, these, these campaigns are going for. Um, at the same time, nine of the top 10 television, uh, in, nine of the top 10 most viewed programs in history in the United States were Super Bowls. Right, MASH, the season finale of MASH is the only thing breaking in to that stratosphere in terms of how many people watched the Super Bowl. Last year, 112 million people watched last year. How big is the U.S.? 380 million, something like that? Right. You're talking one out of four people watched. I mean, it's the biggest thing that the entire, it's a cultural phenomenon because everybody is viewing it. And so the question is, is it worth it? I mean, you, you know, as an example, there's a brand that we've all probably heard of and maybe even used now that was completely unheard of when they put all of their eggs in the basket, all of their marketing dollars one year into one idea, and it was the Super Bowl. And that brand was GoDaddy. Nobody had ever heard of GoDaddy before the Super Bowl ad. And they, you know, we don't, the ad frankly wasn't even there that good. They kind of used the sex sales uh, kind of, uh, um, you know, strategy. But after that, uh, moment, people, it became a household name. They, everybody knew it. And so that's what it can do for a brand is put you on the map. You know, Coinbase last year, I, I, I think they did a great job with their uh, ad campaign. And they had uh, the ad that was simply the DVD uh, ripoff where the, where the QR code just moved across the screen really slowly. Um, you know, that was a smart ad. You know, the, the, the advertisement went silent and people just, you know, hit their phones up to the screen to find out who is putting the QR code on the screen right now. Um, you know, and I don't know if that really worked for crypto, uh, but most people have now heard of Coinbase. And so I think that um, while the price is unreal, I mean, absolutely, the numbers are, are, are just out of this world. You don't, you don't have a chance to, to break into culture from an old, uh, earned media and from getting into people's uh, living rooms easier than the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, even uh, even if you're not a fan of it and don't really pay attention, most people have Super Bowl parties. A lot of folks go to Super Bowl parties, and uh, at some point in time, you're going to see that on TV. Absolutely. Uh, and hopefully it's good entertainment as well, right? It, it hopefully creates a deeper emotional connection from a brand to a consumer, making somebody laugh, making somebody cry, making somebody think. Nope, you're exactly right. Hey, Jonathan, I want to thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us here on the KMOX is at your service this evening. For folks who want more information, or where can they go to get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you're a brand that's looking to make a splash, uh, hit up theinfiniteagency.com, uh, and you can find us there. You can see some of our work. You can see how we help brands grow. I mean, that's really our heart and uh, our service. And so I appreciate your time and uh, having me on today. Yeah, absolutely. Great interview. A lot of fun. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you so much. That's, that's Jonathan Ogle here on KMOX is at your service. This is Greg Damon. We're going to take a quick break. Coming back, more Super Bowl talk. We're actually going to get into a little of the, uh, I guess, the money-making aspect of, uh, of the Super Bowl. We'll talk a little betting coming up. Stick around. you got more to come at your service on KMOX. Welcome back, everybody. Last segment here on KMOX is at your service tonight. Greg Damon hanging out with you. 9.35 is your time right here in the heart of Mid-America. We've kind of been talking about the big game most of the evening here on KMOX, and I wanted to bring in uh, 
my good friend, what, what's your name? No, my good friend, David Sharp. He uh, has a podcast called The Winning Ticket. Uh, actually broadcast live right over at, uh, uh, <laughs> I almost said dueling fans, FanDuel over nope. at uh, DraftKings. DraftKings at, at yeah. Casino Queen. Oh, yeah. Way to go, Greg. I know, and I've been there I don't know how many times <laughs> on top of it. So, That's But, uh, right. David, thanks for coming down. Actually, David in the studio hanging out with us here on uh, – on at your service. Thanks for coming down and uh, talking a little bit about it. Cause I'm still, I am still not a guy who, who bets or really understands it or anything else. Uh, this is one of the most for, I guess gambling's year round, right? Every day you can get in action every single day, but I just gamble in life. Well, everything we do is some kind of gamble, right? It all comes down to math, but we're not going to get that deep into <laughs> I'd it. I'd have to take right? my shoes off, and I don't right? want to do that. I mean, insurance, uh, thats it's all math for them, right? Right. Exactly. Life, life is a gamble, right? <laughs> <laughs> but this is one of the most exciting times of the year, uh, especially for me. You know, we got the big game coming up Sunday, and, you know, you, you, can't, you don't only have to bet the spread, you know, the over-under or pick a team. There's over 250 proposition bets. Right. I know the prop bets are kind of, they're kind of crazy. But, you know, for me, as 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 a guy who bets, I'm just going to say I'm going to take this team uh, to win. Yeah. You know, I, I, but when they start getting into different spreads and, uh, you know, I don't understand the whole money line to where, Negative 500 plus 500. I don't understand that whole thing. Well, you want to go over it? Sure. We got time. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if you just want to take Philadelphia, right, okay. they're minus one and a half points, and you have to lay 110 to win $100. And then you also have to lay a point and a half. So you're you're going to have to win by two to win your bet, and you have to lay 110 to win 100. Now, if you just want Philadelphia to win – you're going to lay right around minus 150, 160. So you got to lay $150 to win 100. Now, if you take Kansas City, you can take the point and a half laying 110 to win 100. Or you can take them just to win, and now you're going to get plus 110, plus 120. So meaning you would win 120 for your $100 bet. It depends where you're where you're finding your odds at, but hopefully you go to DraftKings at Casino Queen. Thanks for letting me get that in. That's the only that's the only place I would go to, to do that. But uh, you know, it's it's still all it's still all Greek to me. I, I don't uh, you know I, I still don't understand that. I just and and as we talked before, you know, as as far as me betting, it's uh, it's really tough because I bet with my heart. I'm not uh, you know we we've, we've talked many times about. Uh, different types of bets or you're going to take this team or whatever. Like I'm the, I'd, I'd say I'd never take that team in my life, but uh, you know, you do it to have the advantage where sure. I bet with my heart. I, I'm a, I am a casino's best customer because I'm the guy who's going to bet with my heart and not pay attention to what anything else is. Yeah. Especially on, especially prop bets and, and on big events like the big game. Right. So the amateur there's, the two biggest sporting event, events in the United States are the Super Bowl, the big game, and the Kentucky Derby. That was my next guess. Right? Uh, which obviously is one of my – it's a holiday in my life. Right? That's right. Yeah, so it's a religious holiday in my in my life. So, uh, yeah, so what what happens when somebody like me or, or an advantage player or somebody who does it for a living will take advantage of people betting with their heart. So a lot of the lines will move, and you have to check – there's no like I don't go into it saying I like Kansas City because and then I'm going to bet Kansas City. I'm going to go in and look and see where the amateur money is, right? And may you know and take advantage of that. This is why I hate you. 
<laughs> well, there's not always an advantage play to be made, so you have to go through every single wager, every prop bet, and understand, you know, and and do your research. And you don't have to. I mean, you could just like Jalen Hurts over fifty and a half yards for you know, rushing. You might say he's not going to do it. He's going to do it. You're going to lay, uh, you know, minus one fifteen, which means you have to lay one hundred fifteen dollars. To win a hundred, I just use that. It's an easy term to use. That's what it's based on. The books make it easy. I know you're looking at me, and you're thinking, "I'm betting a hundred dollars." There's no way that you know. I like that money coming in. I don't like that money going out. So, oh, well, I mean, like five dollars. I, you know, I'd... but that's okay. I mean, it, there's so much money bet around the world on the big game that the line will could move, and you could find a crack, right, or an advantage play for somebody who knows what they're doing. With the amateur money, could be betting with their heart. I could find the other end, and that's what I'm looking for. So uh, I did want to ask you because this is something I didn't understand as well. So when you make a uh, when you make a bet, doesn't matter if you do it at a casino, sportsbook, whatever. If you make a bet, and let's just say it's uh, uh, you know plus two hundred, okay, and you make it two weeks out, you bet there, and then all of a sudden the line moves. Do you still is it still the same as what you bet then? The plus two hundred, no matter what the line is currently. Yeah. So. Uh, Absolutely. When you're when you're betting with a book, it's on your ticket. When you make that bet at that moment, that is the line that you get. Okay. Yeah. And there's I, no I was, re- and there's no returning your ticket either. So once you make that bet, you can't cash that back in if you don't like the line. Right. Yeah. In horse racing, it's a little bit different, which we can get to a little bit later. But uh, it's a paramutual. So you once if you make your bet thirty minutes before the race, an hour before the race, and you don't like the line, you can always cash in your ticket, take your money back. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like to do it, but they'll do it. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I'll have to to think about that now. Now, now, see, going over to the horse track, I'm going to have to. Well, your $5 isn't going to move the line. (laughs) I'm just letting you know. Now, you know, my (laughs) wife, she likes to, she likes to uh, partake of the ponies and and always calls you for the, uh, for the line for sure. So, hey, I want to go over a little bit about these uh, prop bets. A lot of folks don't understand what prop bets are, proposition bets. And and these are kind of like uh, I guess side bets, kind of like craps. There's side bets yeah. uh, on the football game, and they're kind of some of them's kind of ridiculous. And uh, you know, I seen one the other day that uh, was uh, what color Gatorade is it going to be that they're going to uh, throw on the winning coach? You know, is it going to be blue? Is it going to be yellow? Is it going to be orange? Yeah, and. You know, well, who's going to win the coin toss? Uh, as you mentioned about Jalen Hurts and 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 he's rushing. Uh, what uh, what team's going to score first? Uh, my uh, one of the things I thought was pretty funny is the length of the national anthem. Yeah, yeah. Under who comes who comes up with this stuff? Well, obviously somebody's getting paid a lot of money to come up <laughs> with this stuff, right? I mean, if you can bet any way they can make a dollar, right? Anything they can come, it's it's because most of the people that are watching are, you know, this is entertainment. Sure. And so they have to come with not only uh, sports wagers, they have to come up with something that's part of the entertainment. They want you to wager on every minute of the entire program. Right. right? Well, this is for the casual fan like myself or the casual better, I should say. Yeah. They want to say like, you know, get interested in that. Yeah. I mean, there's no like advantage play for me knowing what color Gatorade is going to be poured. I'm not gonna. I'm not able to find it now. If I want to bet it and have a fun time, I won't be betting that bet. Just to let you know. So uh, this is something that uh, uh, I was talking about with my last guest. 
Uh, Rob Gronkowski is going to be in one of these commercials, and he is going to kick a field goal. They've been teasing it for a couple weeks now. He's going to kick this field goal. So we may have some inside information, David. We yeah. may have some inside information. There is a video of him in high school kicking a field goal and making it. Yeah. In high school, so so is this like insider information to bet whether he's going to make it or not? So we could we could see a little. If you go on YouTube, you can watch it. Just look up Rob Gronkowski uh, high school field goal, but it was really ugly. I mean, and he doesn't and, make and, it. And, uh, no, he makes it, but he kicked it really low. So if he did, if he does that, and there's if, is he just there's nobody blocking, right? This right. Is, there's no other team. Okay, because if if somebody was blocking. He'd be in big trouble. That's right. right. Well, see, it doesn't matter, though. It's, all, it's just if he makes it or not. Well, I mean, it had some distance on it in high school. So, uh, you know, we'll have to see. I, I, don't, I couldn't find a line on it. So uh, I'm going to be looking for that. Yeah, after. you're going to have to because this, you know. I'll get back to you. All right. I, pre- I appreciate that. Some of the other, uh, some of the other prop bets uh, is uh, shortest touchdown scored. Yeah. Longest touchdown scored. Uh, total yards of the longest field goal, whether it's over 46 and, and a half or under 46 and a half. Yeah. Are you asking my opinion or are you just... I, I'm just kind of going through okay. some of these. All right. uh, jersey number to score the first touchdown? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Will the game go into overtime? I, 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 thought, the, I thought the Gatorade was the kind of kind of crazy one. Yeah. Um, I just got a text uh, from a good friend of mine saying, Chris Stapleton's... Uh, Singing the national anthem. Correct. So uh, could go. He says he likes the over. I don't know. I I usually take the under in these things, but you know, uh, I think last couple of years it's been over. I'm not going to be making a wager on the national anthem. So the, so the other the over and under on the national anthem is just over two minutes, hovering over just over two minutes. The last four national anthems in the Super Bowl times: one fifty one, one forty nine, two oh one, and two minutes. So by them making it two minutes, they think he's going to take his time. Maybe yeah. so. Maybe Chris has got money laid on it. You know, that's why I don't make the wager. <laughs> Anything that somebody could predetermine in their head, I, I'm probably staying away from. Uh, another one that I've seen was uh, Rihanna. What song will she sing first? Yeah, well. I guess if you're her manager and you already know the set list. Well, I'm going to take away the song with Eminem because Eminem was last year. Right. So I'm assuming he's not coming back for a special appearance with her. I could be wrong. I don't know. I, you know, that's maybe something to think about. How about this one? Uh, this was the uh, the Super Bowl MVP in his speech. What will he name first? Team, city, or fans? Uh, God, family, coaches, or owners? Mm. I didn't do my research on that. I didn't. I, I Wait, didn't I, it'd be funny to go back and think and and you know, see who the previous uh, MVPs mentioned, right? That's the research you have to do, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, will a player propose after the game? Hmm. What's the odds? Did it say the odds? It doesn't. I, I, yeah. didn't, I, yeah. I didn't look at it. Yeah, I'm sure there's some plus money involved in that. Uh, which uh, chip company uh, commercial will air first, Doritos or Pringles? I would pick Doritos. Uh, who wins a coin toss? Um, most points after halftime than before. Uh, we talked about Jalen Hurts. Which team scores and who's going to be the MVP? Kind of different, uh, different prop bets. Yeah, who's going to be the MVP? If you really like, if you think this is going to be lower scoring, you could probably find good odds on a defensive player. But how many times is a defensive player MVP? That's, Nil. Have, well, 
So that's why, you know, putting up, if you can find somebody you really like and find a big plus, you know, let's say you bet your $5, you could, you could turn that into $50. Right. Well, let's, you know, the only three MVPs that you can think of, obviously Jalen Hurts, uh, Patrick Mahomes, or Travis Kelsey. That's the only three that I can think of right off the top of my head. Yeah. And you're not getting any real value with any of them. Hey, David, I got to take a quick break here. Hang with me a few more minutes, please. Love it. All right, fantastic. Hey, folks, we're visiting with David Scharf. He uh, does a podcast called The Winning Ticket over at DraftKings at Casino Queen. And we're going to do a little business. We'll be right back. Stick around. More to come. Welcome back, everyone, here on KMOX. How about this one? Now, welcome back, everybody, here on KMOX is at your service tonight. Greg Damon hanging out with you. Matt Pajeski, he is uh, DJ Matt. That's what we're going to call him from now on. Uh, thanks to Matt for producing our show tonight. In studio, we're visiting with David Scharf. He has a podcast called The Winning Ticket on uh, uh, and uh, does a show live over at DraftKings at Casino Queen every uh, Saturday morning as well. So thanks, David, for coming in studio and hanging out with us. Talk a little bit about uh, betting and the whole gambling thing that I'm still scared of. Yeah, uh, it's okay to be scared of it, and you can just call me. I I do, and it's like, here, where do I put my money? Um, that's that's what I do. Well, I mean, you can ask me, but there's a, there's a reason why I'm still working for a living, Greg. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. So we kind of talked about uh, about uh, prop bets and stuff like that. Uh, so tell me a little bit, what's some of your favorites? Yeah, I've, I've been going through as many as I can. Uh, you know, you got... Jalen Hurts is 50 and a half yards over under uh, how many he's going to rush. You know, you have to lay 115 to win 100. I'm not real sold on either way. But what I do like, even if Patrick Mahomes is hurt, the line is usually much higher and you get a good price. It's 19 and a half yards. 19 and a half yards for the game, uh, Patrick Mahomes rushing. This is rushing only. Um you lay 100, you win 100, so it's a good price. It's a plus called plus 100. So you're not laying any juice to make the bet. So if he, if he rushes if he for 20, 22 rushes yards. Tw- rushes for 20 yards, you win. It could be first quarter. Uh, I don't know how hurt he is. Maybe he's really hurt, but he's still going to have to scramble. With Philly's defense, I still think sure. he's going to have to scramble. Hurt or not, it could happen in one play that he rushes for 20 yards. So that's that's probably one of my favorite prop bets uh, because of the price and Nineteen and a half yards is not a lot for Patrick Mahomes, hurt or not. It's not even a lot for me. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're uh, half a yard. <laughs> it's negative half a yard. Yeah, negative half a yard. I'll take the under. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the time. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's okay. It's all right. Um, yeah, I I really like that. Also, uh, Miles Sanders receiving yards four and a half. Uh, you know, it's a catch out of the backfield. Right. Right. Uh, I, I like the over. And you're laying 115 to win 100. And I use that line because that's what books use. But it might, you can bet $50, right? Lay 57, 50, $57, 50 cents. You can go off $10, whatever you want to, whatever you want to bet. It's a $5 minimum when you go to the book. So you don't have to bet 100. I just use 100 because it's easier to explain. Sure. I understand. Yeah. So I like the over with Miles Sanders over four and a half yards, um, laying 115 to win 100. Quez Watkins, interesting to me. It's 11 and a half yards. It's one pass, right? It's one pass. I like I like the over. The problem, the problem with that is you're laying 120 to win 100. So when you start laying, laying a lot of money, more to money win, to, yeah, win to win 100. 100. 
Uh, I'm not liking it as much. Uh, but those are the those are the three I'm really interested in. As far as uh, yeah, I, I like Quez Watkins over eleven uh, eleven and a half yards lane minus one twenty. Miles Sanders over four and a half. Um, yeah, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. My favorite one is Patrick Mahomes over nineteen and a half yards even money. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a pretty pretty safe bet. I would think. Well, I mean, he's gonna have to run. He's gonna have to scramble. Uh, hurt or not, he's gonna have to do it. He's not gonna throw all of them away. So that's that's my thought process. And uh, that's going to be one of the plays that I And you're make. sticking to it. I am. So uh, let's get to the real line. What is the uh, over and under on uh, Aaron Rodgers returning to the Packers? Uh, you should know that better than me. <laughs> He's coming back. He's coming back? Yeah. What, $59.8 million? Yeah. Yeah. How are you leaving that on the table? Yeah. Oh. I don't care how, re- how wealthy you are. How are you leaving that on the table? Well, I mean, let's hear what his ego has to say. He's going to be in a dark room for a week, so we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let him let him think about it. That's right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so real quick, Dave, we've got about a minute left. Uh, Churchill Downs getting a big makeover. Yeah, big makeover. Uh, it's, it's in process. Uh, the 149th Kentucky Derby will be this May, but it, they won't be finished until the 150th, and I will be going. I'm pretty sure I will be going a year from this May. You told it, me you're taking me. That sounds great. Let's go. All right. Yeah. No, uh, 150th Kentucky Derby. That's a year from this May. Uh, they have put millions of dollars into the renovation of Churchill Downs, and it's beautiful as is, but it's going to be spectacular. It was one of the one of my favorite places I've ever visited, and we didn't go, did a go for a race. We just kind of did a tour there. It was, it was, it was incredible. How much time do I have? Uh, you have 20 seconds. Okay. Frosted Departure just ran in a derby prep race. Uh, became friends uh, quickly with uh, the owners of this horse, uh, just ran in preparation, 16th on the Derby points list, headed to the Rebel Stakes at Oakland. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, Frosted Departure, Kenny McPeak train, so keep a lookout for this horse. Uh, yeah. All right, real quick, where can folks get a hold of you or they want to listen to you? Uh, go to 590thefan.com. We are live at 6 o'clock on Friday nights, and... Uh, the winning ticket 21 on YouTube. All right. Well, thanks so much, David. Appreciate you coming down, hanging out with us. Folks, that's going to wrap up this edition of At Your Service. Hey, don't forget Valentine's Day right around the corner. Make sure you get your uh, significant other something really nice as well. And, folks, be, be nice to each other out there. Be nice to each other. We don't need all the hate. Thanks for listening. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.